I'm working on a Wednesday, then up again the next day. So and so is popping, man. I skip him like he leg day. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset. Joined by my co-host per usual. What's up, Rigo? Yo, what's up, guys? And dude, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad too, man. I feel like we haven't well, for starters, I was out of town. And, and, I, and I left the state for about a week, so that, that also pushes back a little bit. Right, so that kind of pushed us back. But anyway, it's good to be back, mm-hmm. and today's a very special day. Why is it uh, a special day? It's special because we're introducing to, publicly introducing, our creative director. Brissette. What's up, Brissette? What's up? Yo, so... Let the world know who is Brissette, man, because you've been part of this project since I the think. beginning. Yeah, I actually branded. Yeah, Lonely Mindset. I've, yeah, yeah. You did. So she, you know, she's the one that she's a person that came up with our logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been more behind the scenes throughout the entire process, yeah, exactly. this entire year, yeah. right? A little over a year now. Well, I've actually, I think I've been involved since the very beginning. I just yeah. didn't officially join until what, like five months ago? No, not even officially. I would say about two months ago. Okay. I feel like yeah. I've been here since the beginning, though. You have been here since the beginning. So, Brissette, me and Brissette go way back. I've known Brissette for about two to three. I think it's about three years now, right? Four? four? Wow. It's been... Okay, so I've known Brissette for about four years now. We've been involved in a lot of different projects from e-commerce to marketing to branding, advertising, and now in the podcasting. Uh, we've built a lot of different projects, and she's very talented and great at what she does, Rico. So, that's uh, that's a little bit more about Brissette. So, uh, I'm like, like Rico said, I'm excited to have her on. Yeah, no, definitely excited, and it's cool because this just goes to show you guys that Millennial Mindset would not be possible without Brissette. It would not be possible without Rigo, and it would not be possible without me. I mean, yes, Rigo and I might be in front of you in your ear, or yeah, because we can't be in your face, but we're in your ear. We're talking to you. You guys are listening to us, but realistically speaking, we have a team, and without this team, we would not be able to do what we do. Um, She takes care of Anything that we, I guess, publish, right? Anything um, that we... In part. I mean, Rigo does all the, the social media stuff. But it has to get approved through Brissette. If right. Does. If Brissette right. doesn't approve it, then it doesn't get posted. Yeah. <laughs> right. Again, you know, taking it back to the title, she is our creative director. So she makes sure that it runs smooth on that end. So, But without further ado, guys, today we have a topic. And, you know, since we have Brissette coming in, Brissette, what's that topic? Toxic positivity. Toxic Ooh. positivity. This is one oh. that Rico's been suggesting for a while. Why? I've been suggesting it, man, because I myself went through a stage of toxic positivity. You don't uh, say? A, a long, no, well, I don't think, how do I say? It was a long portion of my life, mm-hmm. and I was avoiding uh, the grief. I was avoiding uh, looking at my problems in the face and not just saying F you problem, but saying, let me understand why you're a problem. It was uh, covering my issues rather than, uh, how do I say, seizing those issues, like taking them and making them mine. Mm-hmm. So this has been something that I've been wanting to talk about for a very long time, because being that I'm on social media, being that I guess, quote unquote, I'm an influencer, whatever you want to call public it. Public figure. I've, public figure. I like that word better. I like, thank you, thank you. I like the word public figure better being that I've been in this industry for, I want to say like three and a half, four years now, Mm -hmm. um, man, I see toxic positivity way too much in the industry. And I think social media for a while, I don't know if you guys noticed, but for a while, everyone was just talking positive, 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 positive. That's all it was. No, actually no. Before quarantine, bro. Mm -hmm. Everybody was talking, stay positive, do this, do that. Everybody was good vibes. Mm -hmm. You never, you never saw anyone like, you know what it was? It was a whole 2020 thing. 
Because you, you know so? how it was like good vision, like if you have twenty twenty vision, you're solid. Yeah, oh, shit. and it also okay. goes. It, it even goes further than that to human psychology. Nobody yeah. wants to see you hurt. You know, I, I mean, you don't want nobody to see you hurt. And right. You don't want nobody to see you crying in the corner and having yeah. bad moments. I like, kind of do. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we could talk about that a little bit later, but <laughs> yeah. you're, you're 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 a special case for set. Yeah. But um, like the whole point is nobody wants to see you hurt. So I I feel like where you're coming from because a yeah. lot of us go through the same thing. But as an influencer, a public, you know, what do you call it? A public figure. Public figure. It's something that you do more often. Right. And not only that, man, but I think uh, being a business entrepreneur in itself, too. Like, I feel like both um, passions that I have, which is, you know, mortgage lending and then also being a, a public figure, you know, being on, on, on the podcast. Like, it's difficult to go through something publicly. It's difficult to, how do I say, um, it's difficult to have a hard time and not show it to be honest tbh because it's um it's almost like everyone's expecting rico j to be happy and positive vibes on social media facts everyone's expecting him to when he talks say something that's going to motivate them facts you know what i mean everyone's expecting him to post something that that could potentially go viral like everybody Mm -hmm. was expecting this specific thing and and i think that's when i started realizing like man we need to talk about this because it's something that Nobody talks about because nobody wants to talk about it, but it's something that we all go through. Which is why we're going to talk about it today. And I want to open it up with a quote by Epictetus. Men are disturbed not by the things they view, but by the way they perceive it. Oh, right. So that talk, that, that talks that that really um, that's a testament to what you just said, Rico. So the, the fact of the matter is that our perception of things can really uh, can really, um, I guess, uh, cloud our view or our, our, our emotions. So. Positivity is one of the ones that gets the most affected because of the way, the, like the nature of humans. First of all, I guess do any of you guys have any kind of uh, examples of uh, toxic, toxic positivity, positivity in, in your yes. life that you guys would like to talk about? Fuck yeah, I do. Bro, I have. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I went through this phase in my life, uh, which was, I think, 2018, end of 2018, early 2019, where I was on a how do I say and and uh, I was like on a on this vibe of like nothing can stop me nothing can get in my way mm-hmm. I'm the shit that's it and that's okay? great to have <clears throat> it's great mm-hmm. however I wasn't really understanding how grief really worked um I've shared this I think I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast but I've shared this on my social media page my parents divorced when I was 18 I'm now 26 about what eight years ago um i never was able to really grieve this i never felt it but because i was not in a relationship from 18 no from 21 oh shit from like 20 anyway i wasn't in a relationship for about four 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 and a half years i wasn't ever really able to grieve it because when that happens i immediately had to get into the professional field find a good paying job so that i can help out at home right so i was always on the go always always thinking doing moving always always trying to do more mm-hmm. but i was staying busy and i was doing things that made me feel positive in order to not feel okay mm-hmm. um what was happening is that instead of allowing myself to slow down and feel i was filling my life with growth in order to justify that i was pushing away my feelings and i was like I'm not going to allow this to control me. I'm going to control it. When in reality, it was controlling me. It was stopping me again from grieving the feeling or or Mm -hmm. going through the feeling of my parents divorcing. Right. 
come 2018, 2019, um, I was, I was in a, I remember this because I, I did a photo shoot, uh, with one of my buddies, shout out to John Ponte. And I remember during the photo shoot, I was thinking the entire time, life is great. Life is amazing, but it's too easy. Okay. Hold on. What I meant by this was that everything was just flowing. Everything was just too easy. And I knew something was wrong. As crazy as that might sound, I knew something was not okay. But I didn't want to dive into it because I was like, no, if I dive into it and I dig, I'm going to find something. Well, little did I know that it was the divorce. It was in the back burner because I didn't allow it to take over. But I kept covering it with positive things. Again, growth. In, in financially, I was doing really good. Um, in my career, I was doing really good. So I was allowing myself to cover it up with that. Okay. Now, toward the end of 2019, when things weren't looking so pretty for my career, um, things were looking a little bit, or I'm sorry, mid-2019, when things weren't looking too pretty for my career, I started having more time. I stopped getting busy. Uh, and I realized that, oh shit, there's a lot of things that I didn't deal with. A lot of things that I didn't deal with. And I'm talking about not just that divorce, I'm talking about childhood traumas. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like things that I had always learned to just cover up. Okay. And I realized that I'm a very positive person, but that positivity is toxic. Okay. Because I'm not, again, I'm not allowing myself to grieve. I'm not allowing myself to feel the feelings that I have to feel. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a bad moment. But during that time, I wasn't okay with it. I wasn't going to allow myself to waste the day with negativity. Mm -hmm. Fuck no. I'm Rico J. Who the fuck do you think I was? You know what I mean? That was my mentality. And I realized that, nah, man, like the same way that we love and appreciate the good times, we also have to learn to love and appreciate the bad times. We have to nurture uh, ourselves through that process. So we have to understand that we have to accept it and we have to be okay with it. We have to feel things. We're, we're, we're humans. We're not, we're not machines. So we have to allow ourselves to go through the feeling. It's the only way to grow through it, right? You don't just go through something. You have to grow through it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how was I going to be a better man? How was I going to be a better son? If I wasn't allowing myself to understand why my parents split up. Mm -hmm. Okay. How was I going to know what not to do in a relationship? If all I did was cover it up. No, what I had to do is go back in there and dissect it, go back in there and understand why it hurt me and go back in there and heal those wounds mm -hmm. because they were, they were open wounds. All I was doing was putting a bandaid over it, but I wasn't allowing it to heal. So the moment that I allow it to heal, which is where I'm at now, I feel at peace, man. And I'm okay with, having a fucked up morning and I'm okay with having a fucked up day, mm -hmm. but I'm not okay with having a fucked up life. Okay. Because I'm going to allow those bad times to help me grow and get uh, and become a better person by understanding myself. See, and that's what, that's what I see. One of the main negative effects of positive, talk, po positive, positive, talk to, toxic, positivity. I, my words are not coming out right now. <laughs> positive, toxic, <laughs> toxic, positivity, toxic, positivity, guys. Hey guys, this is a, this is a, a, a fruity and slip, right? That's what they call it. No, but this is one of the, the adverse effects of toxic positivity. The fact that in our minds, we're transforming a negative event like a divorce yeah. into a positive event. And we're you, you did you, you made you, you 
explained it very well. You were speeding up your life in order yeah. to kind of run away from the feelings that were coming behind you. You know that were kind of like crawling up behind you, which was Couldn't a divorce, have said it better, bro. Exactly. But eventually, human nature, you know, it catches up. it catches up to you. And when it catches Always. up, it comes with such momentum because it's been running for as long as you have. Yep. That if you even stop for a second, mm-hmm. it's gonna drown you out. What's Oof. that saying? When the when the unstoppable force moves the immov- the unstoppable force m- meets the immovable object, what happens? Clash. Well, they clash, right? Yeah. But people have a lot of different interpretations. But this is the perfect interpretation, right? Because yeah. it eventually catches up, and it comes with such force that it derails you for a while. And who knows if it derailed you? I'm, it I, did. I I I didn't want to say, it, but I known you for. That during that transition of time, and I saw the adverse effects that it had. Bro, you saw. I stopped. From I stopped creating. Mm-hmm. I gained a shit ton of weight. I didn't believe in myself for a mm-hmm. while. And here's the crazy thing: I was still like doing things to grow. Mm-hmm. Like I was. My I feel like my brain was on autopilot. Exactly. But and I that's when it became there. toxic. Yes. That's when it became and, toxic. And I do want to say a huge shout out to Shayna because she she helped me understand that I needed to allow myself to uh to to like go through it mm-hmm. she uh, i had conversations with her man and she she helped me this woman helped me so much through that like can you who is Shayna? Shayna's my girl okay yeah so she, she helped me like understand because she's been through a lot in her mm-hmm. life and she's she i guess she saw me going through what i was going through and she was like ah fuck i've been there i know <laughs> that guy i mm-hmm. know that and um it was to the point where i couldn't get out of bed man i went through like this fucked up depression dude and it was because i didn't I didn't want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. It was it was just weird. But yes, it did have very adverse effects on me, man. You saw it. Yeah, and uh, the the beautiful thing about the millennial mindset is that we talk about a lot of topics that, you know, relate to the millennial community. And, and the yep. reason I'm bringing this up right now is because our community here in the millennial mindset, we have a lot of top, top performers and high achievers. And this is something that hits us very, very hard. We're all high achievers here. A lot of our podcast members are, I mean, uh, podcast uh, interviewees have been pod, uh are high achievers and th- we've had personal conversations with this off, you know, off the mic. Yep. When we're not on air. And the fact of the matter, I'm, I'll use uh, another uh, reference to kind of uh, explain this. So it's like the whole traffic situation, right? Some people are going to go in traffic and they're going to go, oh man, I'm in traffic. This, this sucks. Like, I can't believe I'm going to be here for a while. And then you're going to have other people that are going to come in and they're going to say, wow, I love traffic. Now I, it gives me the time to practice this note I've been trying to hit. It gives me time to listen to this podcast. You know, it gives me time to listen to inside the millennial mindset. Right. It gives me time to insert whatever you're trying to work on here. Right. So your perception at one point is going to affect the, like, you know, like it, it, it either affects or uh, hurts your pos- in a positive way or hurts your positivity. And the reason I'm saying this is because positivity can be very effective to, for you to reach your ultimate goal. Right. And the reason I'm saying this is because you used positivity at one point before it became toxic to reach your goals. And you did very well. And you became the man you are today and established your brand during that rush of positivity. Yeah. Same thing with me. And I'm about to dive into an example right now. So I also was a victim of positive toxic positivity. (laughs) Damn it, Rico. Why cannot not say this? I swear. Um, I wish to say that this was a one-time thing, but it happens a little <laughs> no, too it's, often. Yeah, yeah, it's too often, bro. <laughs> My brain goes at a mile, a thousand miles per hour sometimes, guys. <laughs> and the way I speak is a testament to that. So toxic positivity. I went through it. I became very aware of it during 2020, during the pandemic. And it's because Rico gave a shout out to his girlfriend. It was because of my girlfriend and my family members. They called me out on it. The fact of the matter is that I'm always on the go and not by, not by 
it's been, it's by decision. I'm on go by decision. It's a choice right. that I want to make. I'm very on the go, but that's because throughout the years I've been reading books like the 48 uh, Laws of Power. And you, you know uh, the law like um, <laughs> exactly. Um, Think and Grow Rich, Outwitting Whoa! the Devil. All these books. They're you know they're oh books God. that have that that helped me build the foundation that I built today. And they all talk about manifestation. But I guess most specifically using your negative. Uh, the using the cards that life has dealt you and using using them to your advantage, right? Yeah. And I did. So I've been able to achieve the majority of things that I've that I've set myself to. Uh, we talk a lot about Kevin Sturdivant and the seven equities of life. Well, I've I've sat down with Brissette, went through her seven equities. She learned those my seven equities, and I smashed my seven equities year after year after year, with the exception of one. I came like at eighty percent of smashing them. The fact of the matter is that. I use this positivity to my advantage, but where it became very negative and toxic for me is that I cannot give myself props for my successes because no success was big enough for me. Regardless of how much I made, regardless of how much my parents were proud of me, no, regardless of how much my friends were proud of me, regardless of the metrics I hit, regardless of the promotions I got, regardless of anything, I was not proud of it. And my girlfriend called me out and she's like, Regal, like, are you, like, you're not happy right now, are you? And I said, I'm not. She's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. And I couldn't identify. It's like your life is going great right now. Everything you've wanted, you've been able to achieve it. And then some, you've made friends with the people you made. You wanted to make friends with your mentors are now your friends. You've gotten to travel the United States the way you wanted during quarantine. Why are you not happy? And it became and, and I came to the conclusion that it was a toxic, toxic, positivity. <laughs> well, and, and I need to interrupt you here because I think that's different. Mm -hmm. I think what you're talking about is something very different, bro. And. The reason why I say that is because you weren't happy. Mm -hmm. What I consider toxic positivity is being happy all the time. No, no, no. But that's the thing. I was giving. I, no, if you, you just would, said, if you hold would on, ask hold on, me, hold on. You, you just me? said right now. You just said right now that you weren't happy. You mm -hmm. didn't feel accomplished. Mm -hmm. I think that where toxic positivity really kicks in is where we start covering things. Exactly. That, but that's what I'm getting at, bro. The whole point is that I gave this facade that I was very happy, that I was like, that I was being very positive about oh. everything, that everything was, uh, that's the point I was trying to make. You're putting a front. I was putting yeah, a very yeah. strong front, but this front was eating me alive because yeah. regardless of how happy I was, regardless, like anybody asked me, how's your day going? How's your life going? How's your investments? Like anything, they're going great. But inside, I just didn't, it, I, um, I was looking so far ahead and so positive, I was like, okay, this this promotion, this accomplishment, this relationship, it's only one little stepping stone in the grand scheme of things. And I became so positive about, okay, you could do better, you could do better, you can go further, you can go push harder. The whole uh, Michael Phelps philosophy, you know, when he won uh, his 28 gold, I think 23, 23 gold medals. I was going through that same level of positive positivity in my life where I just couldn't give myself the gratification because I was going so positive. And it didn't hit me until I had a conversation with my girlfriend and my mother that toxic toxic positivity <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't hold it in dude guys um this is a good time to start a drinking game <laughs> <laughs> every time that every, every time, time that regal messes, messes up, up go ahead and take a shot take a shot <laughs> so i guess just to wrap to wrap up my story right now is uh, emotions are a conscious construction of your mind yeah and based on the conversations you have with yourself and the thoughts you have with yourself which you are most likely gonna want them to be positive because that's the, that that's kind of a the life you want to live you're gonna construct this persona of what you believe you actually are or what you can actually be but it might not actually be productive to your well-being so i guess that's what i'm trying to say it just, okay. I, that, that really hit me in 2020 and having these conversations with people really how like 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 yourself and really dissecting what's in, 
what this positivity was doing to me yeah. and how it was actually poisoning me rather than helping me. Um, I guess to wrap it up, yeah, that's, that's just it's it that that's the example that I had in my life. Okay, what about you, Brissette? What what would you say? Have you ever covered? anything or like how how does that affect it's funny that this is uh this is a podcast that i'm joining into because do you remember how we met or Mm -hmm. in the states that i was in when we first met absolutely it was it was terrible um i think i got diagnosed with bipolar disorder like two years ago now um but when i met rigo it was like right around the time that i was getting diagnosed so things were just all kinds of fucked up um and it so you guys have the option of not understanding how you're feeling i don't really have that option anymore I have to be like on my case all the time. Okay. Um, and I think that's where the confusion is with what toxic positivity is. Because I think that it's kind of like what you're saying. If yeah. you do choose to ignore it and you're just filling in your day with just task after task because you just don't want to deal with this one thing. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what it is. But then I also see your side and I, that also makes sense, Rio. Um, yeah. You just... It's just you have to be on it all the time. It's more about being conscious and present every day. I think for you not to get into that state. Yeah, I think I uh, I have to agree with you on that. It's um being on top of it and and understanding. I think getting to know ourselves, right? And and right. Really being able to I guess self-diagnose and and understanding like, well, you know what? Okay, today I, I am in a bad mood. But mm-hmm. that's I, I accept it. Right. And it's not bad to be in a bad mood. No. It's okay. Now, do I want to stay in a bad mood? That's where it that's yeah. where that's where I think that uh change comes in. And we we have to um and I don't want to say have to, but that's where we make the choice, right? Whether we want to or not. Now one thing that, that I, I will mention, and I think this applies to everything that you know what you shared right now mm-hmm. what Rigo shared and, and what I shared earlier is that we have to understand that it's far more important to conquer our grief than to deceive it it's a lot more important to conquer our grief than to deceive it now what do I mean by deceiving it is covering it with again positivity covering it with or, or when someone asks you how's your day and go like good well mm-hmm. No, I mean, obviously, you don't want to sit there and tell them, like, oh, my day's going fucked up. But mm-hmm. being honest with yourself and, and again, understanding what you're going through. Um, I know we were going to try to make this a short episode, guys, but I feel like there's just so much that I can mm-hmm. share on this. So, so much because yeah. of personal experience um, and just, just, I guess, things that, that I've been through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and just... It's a very real thing. A lot of it, yes. Mm-hmm. And and these are the topics, guys, that we like bringing to you, the listener, because I know that these are the things that you as a listener, you're, you you understand it. Um, I want to give, at this point, I want to give a huge shout out to one of our one of our friends, uh, John. Um, I remember John, this guy, uh, he goes to church um, John every G? Sunday. John G. Gotcha. Shout out to you, bro, uh, bro. He goes to church every Sunday, but one thing that uh, that I can appreciate about this guy is that he says, I think we're all uh, horrible humans <laughs> he and we that. need to yeah. accept it, right? We need to accept it. But the moment that we accept it and we understand it, we know where we are horrible and mm-hmm. we can start working in those specific areas. Um, and I think realism has been kind of lost because of social media. Mm-hmm. And hear me out when I say this. 
I don't know if you guys have noticed, listeners and you two, social media is full of positivity. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. If it's not freaking Fox or CNN or politics, it's <laughs> probably positivity. It's vomited all over our faces. It is definitely vomited all over our faces. Influencers are always happy, smiling. Well, that's because over for the last, I think, in the last two years, the whole concept of, um, um, well, I'm going to lose my train of thought. Mm-hmm. The whole concept of mental wellness. Yes. It's such a it's such a thing. Yeah. That people just even if they're not feeling okay, they're gonna just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Be positive, be this, be that. But the thing is that no, I think that that's why there's so much mental. Uh, uh, there's this mental illness, and I feel like there's there's why um, there's so many mental disorders because we're we're just kind of thrown positivity. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody, like everybody that I know at the gym mm-hmm. is throwing positivity. Everybody that uh, dude, my timeline is full of it. Exactly. And I get it, guys. Like, I get it. I understand. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm and a grouch. I, and I love it as well. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, yes. I appreciate it. But I don't think that that's all we need to share. You can tell when it's forced. Oh, for sure. Easy. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I can tell you 100% that a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram are entrepreneurs, whether mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and being influencers and they make money that way, mm-hmm. uh, public figures, they make money that way, business owners, they make money, whatever it is. If you're a business owner and you're listening to this, you cannot tell me that every single day is easy, that every single day is great. Fuck no, it's not. Being an entrepreneur is fucking hard. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. Being in sales, being being on commission, it is not easy. Literally, this thing is no fucking joke. You have to have balls of steel to be an entrepreneur. You Mm -hmm. have to have a heart of gold to be an entrepreneur. This shit is not for everyone. This thing will break you down. But we need to accept it. We mm-hmm. need to be okay with going through the tough times. It's just, it's, it's, it's just um, toxic positivity, man. You guys have to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. You guys have to accept it. And you have to, if you have to grieve things, if you have to, if you're not feeling well, it's, mm-hmm. it's okay. Don't yeah. get stuck in that. The way that I look at it is that, you know, everybody has a shadow and everybody has a dark, like a dark side as well, right? And uh-huh. To give a metaphor for this, like think of the sun as the positivity and think of you as the person itself, right? You as the closer you walk to the sun, the closer you walk to the towards this positivity, the bigger your shadow becomes. And if you get close enough and you get so close to the sun, you're eventually gonna get burned and your shadow gets big. Ooh. The closer you get to the positivity, the bigger your shadow becomes. Yeah. So we just have to be like like we all said right now, we have to be very mindful and very mindful of the way not necessarily that you have to be genuine about how you're feeling all the time because you got to protect yourself. At right. the end of the day, we're all protecting ourselves, you know, right. and your brand, uh, your brand has to be a positive brand. Correct. But it comes very ingenuine and it's very evident whenever you're putting this toxic positivity. Would you call it um, having imposter syndrome? Yes, Ooh. I absolutely uh-huh. would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, especially because you're talking about social media. It's like, OK, well, if you put it up a front you're, and then, you know, you're on on Instagram and you're on a live and you're just this incredible person and then you log off and you're just like in a deep depression yeah uh you know what now that you say it like that that's what i was going through shit Poster syndrome yeah you felt like you I were lying to everyone i did yeah. and that's why i stopped creating that's why i stopped putting content out because i didn't feel like my genuine self and i didn't feel like i was really portraying what i was feeling and now fast forward to today now I, I feel like i can create again because i, I feel good feels honest oh it does and yeah. because i was through this journey of of uh stopping that toxic positivity i was able to say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna get off of this social media thing i'm gonna stop focusing on what what 
I don't need right now today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to master whatever I have to master. I'm going to grieve what I have to grieve. And I'm going to go through what I have to go through so that I can grow through it. So I think that's what helped me the most and yeah. what put me in that good position now. I will share this. I guess to end this, guys, I think this is a topic that we can potentially bring back up because there's just so much more that we can talk about. We can go mm-hmm. on for hours. But we understand that you're probably listening to us on the drive home or on the drive to work or at the gym, whatever, wherever you're listening to us. I want to ask you guys, the host, I'll share mine. But what do you two believe is the definition of positivity? Oh, that's an easy one for me. So for me, positivity, personally, I, I'll give you two definitions, what I thought it was before and what I think it is now. No, what do you think it is today? Today? So today, my d- definition of positivity is just putting on my genuine self. Okay. Because my definition of positivity is not necessarily what's positive to you. Okay. Just my genuine self, putting my real genuine self out into the world and letting the world vibe around me, not me around the world. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think as long as I'm honest with myself, that's good enough. Um, even on my social media, I I don't like push it out there or anything, put it on anybody, but I am pretty honest with my stuff and that just helps me stay. um, I do have to analyze myself pretty much all day just just to understand where I am during the day. Um, So yeah, as long as I'm honest with myself, like that's, that's what positivity is. Oh yeah. To me, what positivity is enjoying the good things in life, which I consider good, but also accepting the negative. No, really being grateful here's the thing to me it's enjoying the good things in life but being grateful for what i have and i think that that's what positivity is for me okay um it's not necessarily consistent happiness but it's moreover being joyful and accepting and loving and nurturing my defects as much as i love and nurture my i guess good things gotcha so that's what i think about positivity um, I challenge you guys, the listeners, to also think about what you think positivity is and what it means to you. Yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. So if you guys have your own different version of positivity or something that's very specific to you or maybe even an example that you guys would like to share with us, go follow us on Inside. The, no, it's Millennial Mindset. Right. At with Millennial one M, Mindset. At Millennial Mindset with one M. N, and let us know. Send us a video. Maybe even write us something out and we can uh, highlight you guys in the next podcast. Hell yeah. Any last words from you guys? Yes, so I want to end this real quick. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Phone Loops. So they send us three individual loops, no bad vibes, just brand it, getting shit done. And the way this is, it actually goes in the back of your phone, right? And what it actually does is, have you guys heard of pop sockets? Yeah, I have. Of course. You know how handy they are, right? So this is this is an alternative to pop sockets, except it's really cool because you can brand them yourself with your own individual your own individual catchphrases, right? Okay. So that's my uh, sign out. Shout out to Phone Loops. Make sure you check out the page and so you can see them. Um, our own custom ones, right? Mm-hmm. These are our, our own custom own. millennial mindset. Yeah. Uh, no, excuse me. Uh, our own custom ones that they send us, they're going to be on our millennial mindset page at millennial mindset with one N. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I think this was something very, uh, something that we, I had been wanting to talk about for a while. Again, we're going to retouch this subject. Um, I do want to bring someone else in, maybe a professional, someone that, that deals with this kind of stuff on a daily basis, because I think it's important. As uh, entrepreneurs, as top performers, top producers, as high-level producers, whatever you guys want to call it, these are things that we got to talk about because we never do. Also, I want to remind you guys, um, check out Brissette's page. Show her some love. There's nothing there. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing there, but check her out. 
check her out. Um, super, super glad that we finally introduced you to uh, yeah. to uh, to our audience because that's that's something that we'd been wanting to do for a minute now. So uh, yeah, thank you so much for being here, you guys. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Peace.